This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio with me, Deb Wolf. And once again, I have Stacy Mantle from PetsWeekly.com. Welcome to the show, Stacy. Thank you for having me again. Well, it's that time of year, that time of year when pets get hurt. The most common day for pets to go to emerge Christmas Eve and New Year's Day. So I want to talk about safety over the holidays, if that's okay with you, Stacy. Absolutely. So I know you were saying just before we got on air that you wanted to give out some tips about power failures. So maybe I'll just let you start with that. Okay. So that's what you're going to start. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Because I mean, it's happening, right? It's happening all over. My, I've already had one this year. It was only about three hours. No big deal. But, you know, it's something to think about. It can happen anytime, anywhere. Absolutely. And, you know, it really depends on whether you're in summer or winter. And I know that your winters are extreme. My summers are extreme. So we've got a few articles about these tips and they're all written down on Pets Weekly on how to keep your pets safe without power. The first thing is to know that your power went out because sometimes we're away at work. We don't know that it went out. In Arizona, it's a big problem because our houses can hit 110, 120 degrees or better. And inside it can be up upwards of 150, 160 when you walk inside. So not knowing that your power went out is really critical i mean you, you need to know it so what they have are some remote temperature change fluctuation things monitors that will tell you your power is out or there's a, been a some sort of a voltage issue it'll let you know that that it's too hot or too cold for your pets they make them for motorhomes but now they're making them for homes too so that's kind of nice it works through google or amazon home however you're whatever you're working with and does a lot of great there. The second thing is getting your generators going. If you don't have generators, you probably get one, especially if you're in an area that's prone to power outages. So that's kind of more obvious. But the reason we would want those is a lot of our aquariums crash. If they don't have any oxygenated water and nothing's working on there, you can kill your fish in 24 hours. I mean, it's scary stuff. So you don't want that to happen. You know, I'm thinking about here when you said that we have extreme winters, not really um, where I live, which is just north of Seattle near Vancouver. The winters are mostly wet, which is extreme wet. We had 100 milliliters, which is like 50 inches or so in a 24 hour period of rain just the other day. You know, and that's not our worst. I know some places in the world don't even get that in a year. They don't even get a milliliter in a year or two milliliters in a year. But um, so it's very, very wet here. But in the summers, it's been getting hotter and hotter. There are times when they tell us on the news that um, it's hotter here than Arizona today, you know, because we have these wow. weird heat bombs. Yeah, I love it. I have no problem with it. But my animals, yeah, you need more water. You need more shade. You need to think about it. If you're on a well and it's going to run dry, you need to store water. And you don't want to be walking or exercising them in the heat of the day. You want to, and the same for the cold. You know, in the cold, you want to be exercising them when it's warm. It's not in the cold time of the day at midnight, right? And so you kind of have right. to look at the weather and the temperatures. If the ground is so frozen that your bare feet would freeze, your dog needs boots. If it's so hot that your feet or your hands bare on the ground would, would burn, well, your dog needs some protection. You can't expect him to go barefoot 
through these scorching or freezing temperatures. So a lot of it is common sense. You know, look at what you're wearing. If you're all bundled up and you've got a newly shaved poodle, why isn't he wearing a jacket, right? I mean, exactly. (laughs) some of it's common sense. But I like what you're saying about the power failures because, you know, you would never know that your house got that hot. So that makes sense. All right. So it's almost Christmas. And I want to tell people, please don't use that artificial liquid in the bottom of your trees because your pets might drink it and it's really bad for them. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Do something else. And no candles, no candles left burning. If you want to do some kind of religious ceremonial candles like for Hanukkah and you want to leave them burning and not blow them out, it's a good idea to use birthday candles, really short ones. So it's done quickly while you're still eating the meal and you're still there because you never want to leave candles burning in a room with pets when you're not there that's just a recipe for disaster and candles on a yeah and candles on a dry tree are bad and food on a tree is a bad idea like popcorn or chocolates under the tree all these things tempt your animals to mess with the tree now you can baby gate the tree off i find that really effective if you don't have cats if it's just dogs put a big giant x-pen around it and they're not going near it and you're safe right puppies whatever But otherwise, there's this great commercial on TV right now where the Christmas tree is decorated from the top to about halfway. (laughs) And the little Jack Russell, (laughs) it can jump just to the level that they've not decorated, right? And so you really have to think about anchoring your tree and not using ornaments that are glass or dangerous in any way. And what would you like to add to that, Stacey? Because I could keep going Uh, about the Christmas tree. Tinsel. Please avoid tinsel at all costs. It's just... Not good for anyone in the house. It's bad for pets. It's bad for the environment. Yeah, so avoid tinsel and really watch the plants that you bring out. Um, Holly, mistletoe, all of that is very toxic. So if you're going to have live plants, please make sure they're safe for pets or out of reach of pets. Yeah, poinsettias too. Not good. Very much so, yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing that's really common at the uh, veterinary clinic, I used to work at one as a vet nurse and I remember them coming in was the injuries and illnesses, torqued stomachs and abdominal surgeries required for dogs who got into the turkey. They would get into, yeah, they would get into the garbage where there was some kind of, you know, bones, carcass, gravy kind of combo wrapped in foil and they would just eat whatever. And that, a huge amount of fat all at once to a dog who's had a really kind of low fat diet can that alone, even if the people just gave him some gravy or gave him a lot of turkey that night, that alone can make a dog get into a gastric episode, you know, and acute. But when they eat the garbage and the bones and the foil as well, oh my goodness, that is a big problem. So really, if you're going to give your dog a treat of the turkey, you know, make it a little bit of the meat, just a little bit, right? And then a little bit the next yeah. day. Don't, don't give him a, it's Christmas, buddy. Here you go. <laughs> We're going to spend the rest of the night at the hospital. Like, no, no. Yep. Less is more. It can trigger pancreatitis. It can trigger all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But let's talk about what we can do, say, if they did get a little bit hyperactive with the garbage or the, the turkey. Okay. 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 We're going to go to break. We have to go to break and we're going to come back and talk about that. What if? Stay tuned on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. 
there is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, we're back on Animal Party Pet Life Radio with Stacey Vantel, and we were just talking about keeping your turkey and your drippings and your gravy and your bones and your foil and everything like that away from the dogs, your chocolate, your nuts, all that. Okay, but what if, Stacey, what if? Okay, so if they do get into this, and of course, you know, it's if it's a little amount and they're just not feeling good, give them some pumpkin. Native Pet has just come out with dehydrated pumpkin. So if you don't happen to have, I mean, most of us have cans of pumpkin sitting around or the real thing. But if you if it's not something you normally have in your house, get a box of this stuff. It's just dehydrated pumpkin with a little bit of goat's milk. And you can just hydrate it when you're ready. It stays good for years. And it will help with diarrhea, will help with constipation. It just has a lot of great benefits and it'll calm your dog's stomach down. So whenever it's one like of my a dog- regulator, it's like a soothing, regulating thing. Some dogs exactly. won't eat pumpkin. I know a Portuguese water dog in Toronto. They wrote to me their dog wouldn't eat pumpkin. And I asked uh, one of my vets that was on the show on Animal Party Pet Life Radio, one of my vets was on the show and I asked him this question My dog won't eat pumpkin. What can we do? And he said, Try squash. And apparently, she likes squash. So squash is very good as well. Yeah, I, it's that's great. I'm glad they have some options. Yeah, because squash, pumpkin, any of those gourds kind of thing, it's really high in fiber and it helps regulate your system and just provide an, a little extra digestion. You know what's interesting about the? This is a little bit aside, but the seeds, the pumpkin seeds, are a natural parasite killer when you feed them to goats. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of cool. So all the people who soaked their pumpkins in bleach this year were doing us a disservice. If you want your pumpkin to last long or anything you're displaying outside, use vinegar because then later animals can still eat it, right? And And the same for the tree. I mean, you can make a sugar water mixture for the base of the tree that won't kill your pets if they get into it because it's so full of chemicals, right? And, And you can plug in an air freshener somewhere to get that smell that you wanted to get out of that liquid you would have bought that smells fake anyway so why not let your tree just have the real smell people right (laughs) okay so what other tips should we give people i think tinsel was a really good one because wrapping all kinds of wrapping and decorations are really what puts cats to the emergency clinic that's key yes so when you decorate your tree yeah when you decorate your tree think about it would my cat want to eat this is it going to flap in the wind? Is it going to be, you know, is it going to be something I have to get surgically removed from Kitty's stomach on Boxing Day? Exactly. Yes. All things to consider because it's super important. And it happens so fast. We just don't even notice it. So, yes, totally agree with that. And then there's the guest factor. Do, 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 do. Okay. If, you, <laughs> if you have house cats that are not allowed outside and you have guests who are crappy at closing the door, what are you going to do? 
you got to set this up for success, right? Because you don't want to yes. be running down the snowy block or even if your weather's beautiful, like you always brag, you don't want to be running down the street in your Christmas heels trying to catch Kitty. So Which we've a, all done. <laughs> <laughs> so a safe room or even a crate, you know, a timeout day, your cat may be grateful if, if it's not super social. And if, if people are coming in, let's say you have a relative who's walking with a walker or impaired in some way, and then they have to take off their boots and put on their shoes and they, they got a helper behind them. I mean, the door's going to be open. It's just going to be open for a while. So kitty has to be safe, at least for that part of the evening when everybody's coming, you know, and if you've got a smoker in the group, they're going in, they're going out, they're going in, they're going. <laughs> if your cat's one of these cats, that's like ready to go looking for that opening. Oh, just put it in a cage because it's going to find the opening when you have company. Oh, yeah. They're smarter than we are. <laughs> they will find out their best way to escape. That's well, they're very they focused. It's all they're thinking of. You're busy with the dinner and the guests and making Absolutely. sure everybody's happy and everything. They're just looking at the door, looking at the door, looking at the door, <laughs> waiting for waiting that opening. For opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> so, and okay. So dogs, too, really. I mean, you know, give them a safe area, close them off, put a, put a gate up, whatever you need to do. So they have their own special space. And, you know, if people want to go over there and talk to them over the gate or whatever, whatever this case may be, that's fine. But, you know, you know your dog. And if your dog is prone to running out the door or chasing the gate open when the gate opens, you know, make sure that you have arrangements in place. Because, yeah, it's a terrible time to lose your pet. And unfortunately, we see a lot of it. We're going to go to break and come back and talk more about dog manners and cat manners. <laughs> with the guests on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. Stay tuned. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hello. We're back with Stacey Mantle from PetsWeekly.com. And, okay, so we were just talking about making sure your dogs are contained in case they're escape artists because your guests are not going to be the greatest at door etiquette. So, you know, even if you have a sign on the door, some of your guests won't read it. You know, the door is going to get left open, even if the weather's bad. In fact, particularly if the weather's bad. But so you need you need security. But besides all that, say your dog isn't a runaway dog and your cat doesn't want to go out in the snow and you're not worried about escape and you want them to be part of the holidays. That's nice. Okay. <laughs> but what if not everybody who's coming wants a cat on their lap? or a nose in their crotch, or a begging, drooling dog at their elbow while they eat their turkey dinner. What do you think about that, Stacey? I totally agree. You know, <laughs> it's better just to err on the side of my pets. You know, I mean, I, 
I want to make sure they're comfortable before I worry about all the other people, you know, and if they're comfortable, I'm going to be more comfortable and a better host. So, yeah, I mean, if your dog's not really well trained, your cat's jumping on things, I mean, people, places, whatever, give them their space, you know, create a special area for them. Put a snuffle mat or some enrichment toy down, let them go to it, make it fun for them because you want them to be entertained too. But, you know, it's just better not to have people messing with them and feeding them stuff that you don't know about and things like that. So, yeah, I'm all for the safe spot. Let them get into their area, whether it's a crate or a special room, they're going to be happier in there. At least mine will. Yeah, well, that's one option. And I think people think, well, if we put them in a room by themselves, that's they don't know part of Christmas. Well, actually, the people who are at your gathering who really like pets are going to end up visiting them. They're going to end oh, up yeah. saying things like, hey, can I take your dog for a walk? Hey, is it OK if I take him in the backyard and play fetch? Hey, does he like the snow? You know, or where's your cat? And you say, oh, it's in the back room. Oh, can I go visit her? Of course you can. These are the people your animals actually want to see. They don't exactly. want to see the other ones anyway. So so that's OK. But I also think that, I mean, if you're not overwhelmed by the holidays, maybe your dinner party is smaller or maybe you got a lot of hands on deck, you can make somebody in charge of that dog. And I like a leash inside for these kind of situations. I think there's nothing wrong with having a dog leashed when you greet oh, all your company at the front door. And if you've got a kid who likes handling the dog and kind of, you know, is well, it's for a socially awkward kid, it gives the kid something to do and a role in, during the night. But for any kid who's connected to the dog, you could say, look, Jim, Fred, Sally, you're, <laughs> I'm using names of their grandparents, but whatever. You're, <laughs> you're in charge of the dog today. And, uh, and just make him be polite. He's on a leash. If he's not polite, he goes into his timeout room, bring him back later to try again. And what you'll have is a perfect evening of training. The dog is not allowed it's to beg. Great. The dog's not allowed to jump up. The dog greets at the door with a sit back from the company. He's not allowed to sniff the crotch. And the thing about sniffing the crotch, your dog can smell somebody's crotch from the other side of the room. It does not <laughs> need full contact. So that's pretty rude. That's a I'm in charge kind of gesture. So right. we don't need that. We don't need that when we're welcoming company. You know, somebody with their white linen skirt does not want to, you know, doggy smooch mark on their crotch. It's disgusting. No, we want to stay nice and tidy and pretty at Christmas. And we want our dogs to behave themselves and sit back and, you know, behave. So it's a perfect, perfect situation uh, where you can have a whole night of training, good, good manners around food, around strangers, around polite greetings. And yeah, I think that's the way to go if you can. Absolutely. No, I think that's a great idea. And, you know, on that same note, Parties tend to get really chaotic. So eliminating as much noise as you can with your dog's entertainment or your cat's entertainment is always a good way to go as far as I'm concerned. Noise makes me a little crazy. So when there's a lot of activity, I have a hard time with it. That's why I like these squeaky toys that don't squeak. They're silent squeakers Ooh, yes, um, from yes. Go Dog. My favorite. Yes. Oh they my gosh. Wonderful. Let's talk about those. Let's talk about those. Okay. So it's a squeaky, but, and the dog hears it squeak. But we don't, right? That's it. Yeah. So it's an ultrasonic silent squeaker. So we don't hear it, but the dogs make as much noise as they want. It's just on a different frequency. So it's absolutely wonderful for anybody that works from home, has people over, just needs some quiet time. These are just, it keeps your active dog active without making you insane with the crazy squeaks. So um, we really love them. 
I've given them out over the years to annoying little dogs who come here, <laughs> terriers <laughs> and things, as Christmas gifts. Because, yeah, the annoying dog becomes not annoying at all when it's sitting exactly. there quietly chewing on a toy. But when it's going squeak, 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 and you're trying to do anything, it's so irritating. Oh, my oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. And especially if you got anybody in the house that you care for. I know one of my neighbors has her husband that she cares for. And, uh, yeah, these have changed her life because she wants to keep the dogs active, but, you know... She doesn't want to upset her husband, who is very reactive and has a hard time with noise and things like that. She needs to be able to sleep. Well, or the baby. If yeah, yeah if exactly. you have a baby, you can't have a squeaky toy and a baby that's going to wake the baby up. They're wonderful. So yeah, I'm I really a big like fan that. of them. Yeah, and it makes no sense to me that this wasn't invented a long time ago because we know oh, dogs know, and cats right? can hear what we can't hear. So why have we been putting up with their squeak for all these? <laughs> I don't exactly, know. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So those are great. There's some fun feeders out now that you can keep them occupied with that. We talked about enrichment mats on the last show, and those are always big with dogs. I mean, they just, and cats for that matter. We have a bunch that love those new treats that are out. They're like mashed up fish. And oh my gosh, I forgot the name of them. And I can't believe I did. Churro or curro or something like that. But anyway. They sound smelly, Stacy. Are they, they smelly? See, I don't know. Remember back in you? the... Back in the 80s, it was a big thing to do these bull semen sticks. And oh, my God, did they stink. No way. Oh, no way. So I can't big. deal with that. I can't deal with that. I don't want my house. I want my house to smell like lavender and wood stove. and whatever Exactly. Not bull semen. No. Exactly. <laughs> totally agree. No bull semen. <laughs> but, you know, once in a while when they're being super, super good, you got to break out some extra smelly treats for them because yeah. <laughs> they deserve it, right? Okay. How about <laughs> how about liver then? Like that, okay, I can, I can possibly, live with that. But that I would can... probably make me sicker. No, oh, really? These things uh. are so fascinating. Like the cat, I've never seen a cat not take to it. It's just insane. My friend is a cat photographer. She uses them for every single animal that she photographs, and they're just obsessed with these treats. And they're fish? You're saying they're made of... They have chicken and tuna, and it's mm. called Churu, C-H-U-R-U, and it's a lickable cat treat. So they have a puree of chicken, Churu. they have a puree of tuna, salmon, all kinds of different things. But they're just... It's straight protein. It's just... There's something that okay. makes cats so obsessed with them. So I keep them around for bribery reasons, and they're very effective for that. Well, okay. So we talked in an earlier show about two of your cats that won't let you touch them. How about use this? How about use Cheryl? I've been trying with these okay. guys, and you love it, but they'll get close enough to sniff it. They don't want me to pet them, but they'll come close enough to sniff it and lick it. And yeah, so I just need to, I need to be more disciplined to not okay, give it so to them. Let yeah, that, they'll come close enough to sniff it and lick it when it's in your hand. Is that what you're telling yeah. me? Oh, that's but awesome. When I try to reach over, they won't Don't do reach it. over. So, I wouldn't reach over. Do you know what? Yeah. Okay, so instead of reaching over, take your hand and move it next to your leg. So in order for them to keep sniffing or licking it, all they have to do is make some contact with your leg, even the, even the slightest touch of fur. Great idea. Yeah, yep, and then I'll praise them that. for that. And then what happens is the next time more, the next time more. So the condition is they have to come up 
and make contact with your leg, which is it's less stressful, less fear inducing gesture for a cat to rub against your sure. legs than it is to actually come to your hand where you could catch it, grab it, hit it. Right. It's an early it's a baby step to trust. And if you can get them to touch your leg and rub against your leg for this treat and each day make them do a little more to get the same reward, um, you'll have them like twirling around your legs and rubbing against you. And then when you put your hand down, they'll start to gently sort of headbutt your your hand. And that's an indication they're ready for you to actually touch them. And at that point, don't touch over their head, the top of their head. That's a bit dominant. I would touch under, like the little bit under their chin or a little bit on the side of their face. Or if they're giving you their back, their bum, their tail, put whatever they're offering to be touched, touch that. Great. Perfect. Okay. Great idea. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, we've ended the show. Oh, I, I love it that we talked about the quiet squeaky because it is my favorite toy. I had one shaped like little red mittens and I had one shaped like a big yellow star with googly eyes. And uh, um, I'd love to get some more of those because those are just fantastic gifts. I think that's they my, really my go to really gift for any dog who likes squeaky toys. Okay, Stacey. Well, petsweekly.com is where they'll find you. What will they see there when they go there? Oh, all kinds of fun things. We're going to be doing some giveaways this year, next year. Um, we got some great ideas coming up that we're going to be implementing finally that we've been trying to do for a long time. A lot of video. We're on TikTok now. And just all kinds of fun stories and reviews and lots of informative articles. So I hope you guys will swing by. Yeah, it's been great having you. And I hope to have you again sometime in a few months. We'll Absolutely. Talk about some more products and maybe touch base in the spring. I hope you have a great holiday and a really safe holiday with those you blue too. healers. You know, you sometimes we think of a dog like a poodle. We think of it as a French poodle, but it was actually bred in Germany. Or we think of a dog like an Australian shepherd, right? Must be from uh -huh. Australia. No. It's born in America. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So well, don't let the name fool you, everybody. <laughs> well, your cattle dog has part dingo. That dog, that dog came from Australia and they are oh, intense yes. and they're sturdy and stocky and quite bright. I would say not quite as bright as a border collie, not quite as bright as Doberman or Poodle, but almost, you know, and they make up for it in like vim and vigor and loyalty oh, yeah. and intensity. I mean, that dog will die for you a week after you adopt him. You know, like He's it's like, like that too. No, oh yeah. Don't look at my owner. What are you looking at? You looking at her? Yep. Don't look at her. Very possessive. Totally. Yeah. totally. Well, I don't know if that I wouldn't call that possessive. I call that well, protective. Protective. Yeah. Because if, if your friend is looking at you, your friend is their friend. We're all friends. We're in the same pack, right? He doesn't <laughs> keep your friends away, just strangers. Yeah, very true. Very true. So, but for anyone listening who's thinking of getting a blue healer, uh, it might not be for everybody, right, Stacey? Uh, no, you definitely need a longer, strong commitment with this dog. They're stubborn. I love them to death, but wow, the stubborn and the drama. I'll, I could do without those two things. I thought Maya was bad, but Marco's got her cornered. What's Maya? Maya is a res dog, believe it or not. She's got, I think, 32 breeds in her. She's mostly okay. Australian Shepherd and some German Shepherd. She's got some Roddy. She's even got some Chihuahua. So she was quite the handful. She was very, very bitey. I don't know if you remember that. We talked about that back last mm -hmm, year. Mm -hmm. And she's finally grown out of that, thankfully. <laughs> and Marco is her little baby. So she adores him. That's the only Aww. reason we decided to kill him. 
But yeah, so they they get along great, but definitely needs a lot of work still. We're getting there. We're making progress. Well, when you have two dogs or two cats, even, I always suggest that you reward the one that's behaving the best. So you let the other one see that the dog who came calmly and sat when you told it to got a treat. He's jumping all around being crazy. Don't give that dog attention. Don't put that dog in a sit. No, no, no. Focus on the good one. And the bad one or the naughty one will start to copy the good one. He'll say, what did he do that I didn't do? And sometimes if it's a kitten or a puppy, you need to kind of show them. But you want the bulk of your attention and the first attention going to the one who's doing it well. Otherwise, the one who's been behaving nicely starts to copy the naughty one because that's what's working. And now they're both jumping all over the place and harassing you for attention. So make it really obvious that the good one gets everything first and more of your attention and more treats and before long the naughty one the cat that's knocking things off the table or (laughs) the dog that's bouncing up and down in your face or the cat that's scratching you they'll stop doing those things and start copying the one that's getting all the good good stuff so that's my tip for the end of the show on animal party pet life radio and i hope you all have a very safe holiday Thanks so much for having me on, Dub. Yeah, it's been great, Stacey. Thank you. All right, everyone. Look up PetsWeekly.com. And until next time, from me, Deb Wolf, and from Animal Party, Pet Life Radio, be good to your animals. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>